The Free For All Roundtable. Round two. On round two today, Kevin Vong is here, MP for Spadina, Fort York. Michelle Morrow is a music teacher and a People's Voice Award winner. Bob Richardson, Senior Counsel at National Public Relations. Let's actually start with something that is in your purview, Kevin Vong, and that is the new federal dental plan. We're going to learn all the details, but I think we know most of what's in it. Uh, They'll make the formal announcement later on today. Is this a good buy? Listen, John, in, in a perfect world, Canadians, would, I think, should have universal health care, dental care, and pharmacare, too. But I think before the federal government looks at doing other things, maybe it's just me, but maybe they should get better at delivering things that they do now, getting people their passports, pursuing work permits on time. Um, we have so many health care challenges across the country that we're still facing. Let's do what they do now well before they start new things. Okay. Michelle Morrow, your thoughts? I kind of agree. I feel like there's so many things that the that we need to get up to speed on our national healthcare level before we should start adding new things. But on a completely at the other end of the spectrum, um, teeth are so important, and you there's so many things that we can diagnose from our teeth. Like I know personally, I was having a lot of issues with my gums and I went to my family doctor after my dentist was like, you need to see your doctor. And she was able to diagnose me with a condition that I did not realize were related. So taking care of your teeth really does affect the rest of your body. And I hate to think that there are children and seniors out there who are living in pain because their parents can't afford it, not for their lack of trying, but just finances don't stretch that far. Bob Richardson, it's a huge program and it's also something that the liberals agreed to do under pressure from the NDP. Yeah, and I think I'm glad to see that they're completing it. Uh, I think it was one of the terms and conditions with the NDP. I think progress is being made here. I, I disagree with uh, Kevin and Michelle on this one. Uh, when health care came, when pensions were brought up, when child care uh, came up, uh, the Conservatives particularly always said, no, we can't afford it. Well, uh, you know, we always seem to be able to afford tax cuts. We able uh, we seem to be able to afford subsidies for fossil fuel industry in Alberta and and uh, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't necessarily uh, have money for programs like this. I think it's a good one. I hope it's limited in scope uh, and I hope it's going to be successful. Tree removal began at Ontario Place this weekend. It seemed oddly familiar. There was a huge outcry when they said they were going to cut down trees outside of Osgood Hall. It happened anyway. And now the trees are coming down at Ontario Place. Um, Michelle, I'll start with you. Do we need to grieve this or is it just like, let's get a move on? Uh, I feel like Toronto is really slow to do anything. So I do appreciate that there seems to be a bit of a lot of impetus to get this work going. But at the same time, I hate that mandate. Well, we cut down a really mature tea, but we're going to plant two brand new ones and that'll totally replace them. And it's like you the benefit of a mature tree is not equal to two baby trees that we plant that may or may not survive their first winter. So I hate the idea that we're smooth everything over by planting two new ones. I wish they didn't have to come down, but I do realize that I'm also the one who's like, do something Toronto. So I cannot complain on both sides. Yeah, Bob Richardson, it's true. We discuss things for so long and we never do anything. So I guess the province has finally decided that's it. We're building the spa trees out. Well, good for the province. I'm glad that they're not listening to the old, tired 1970s NDP who constantly were opposed to any progress in the city because that's that's who's out there uh, on, on this one. Look, Montreal was an, a dump. Uh, they cleaned up the old uh, port. Uh, they've got a spa down there. God forbid they have a Ferris wheel too as well. And they've modernized it. And guess what? Tourists love it. People love it. And it, and it works and it works well for people. Get on with it. Let's get this done. 
Kevin Vong, is Ontario Place in your riding? Um, yeah, it is. And and John, I'll tell you, I, I agree with Bob. I, I wish the NDP would spend as much time trying to save trees as they did trying to save, you know, our kids from from the needles on the street or fighting for people who are struggling to make ends meet. One of my fondest memories was of the Ontario Place water park and particularly for my parents as working class immigrants who couldn't afford much, Ontario Place was something that anyone could afford. And it's something that I hope, um, you know, with with what's happening now, will will turn into an Ontario Place that Ontarians for, for many generations can enjoy too. Michelle Morrow, I'll come to you first on this story because it's a military story and you, you're part of a military family. Uh, it's the story of a guy who lost a part of his leg while serving in the reserves. And so he uses a wheelchair, which he... Uh, uh, puts in the back deck of a pickup truck, except it gets rained on there. And so he would like the truck to be retrofitted with a new cover. And Veterans Affairs finally said, listen, we, we've agreed to do so many things for you, but no, you don't get any special cover for the back deck. This is such a, a difficult story, I think, because I honestly believe that if you're if you're injured doing training, because this gentleman was injured in training, um, that it, for the military, the crown should take care of you. Like this should be the crown's responsibility. But at some point, there does have to be a max limit. I wish that when this had happened, and because uh, they originally retrofitted his truck to make sure his um, wheelchair could be lifted into it, so that was a separate expense. And now they're trying to get a cap for it. And I wish at some point they said, "I, lo- I we understand that you love your truck, and it probably represents what you used to be." But at the same time, a van is such a smarter option. And I wish that had been part of the discussion. There is such a backlog on uh, military funding for veterans and for people who have been injured. So I understand they just want to close this file and get it over with. Uh, But I wish that there had been more steps in place to realize that we can only do so much with a truck. No matter what vehicle you're driving, it should have a cover like a van. Yeah, Kevin Vong, I have to wonder how things work inside of Veterans Affairs, because another issue this guy has is so far they've been dragging their heels on retrofitting his bathroom. So he has to have a personal support worker to take a shower. Yeah, and, and I think this ties back to um, what, what both Michelle and I were saying earlier as it relates to, to dental care, right? I think before the government starts looking at other things, here is a good example of something that they need to do better, which is uh, ensuring that we are doing everything we can to support our veterans who gave so much um, for our country, including this individual who um, lost the leg. You know, I, I would say that I think now that this has, has made uh, the news cycle, I know that Veterans Affairs Minister Jeanette Taylor is is a very compassionate individual, and I'm hopeful um, that she she will catch wind of this and and her staff will intervene to see what we can do to help this veteran. Although Bob Richardson, it has to be argued that rationing will always be a part of the services that are paid for by a government. Yeah, I just wish we could build in some flexibility so that service officers do have an opportunity to make some local decisions on on uh, projects of this nature. I think everything by the book, uh, you know, uh, uh, by the rules, et cetera, et cetera, uh, 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 lacks a sort of empathy and lacks humanity. And this is a, this is an example where something should be done. It should be done by government. Let's just get on and do it. Uh, and let's let's allow the uh, local people the 
the flexibility to be able to make those sort of decisions. This story broke on Friday, but nobody on our show has had a chance to weigh in yet, so I'll put it to the three of you. The mayor says she won't stand in the way of renaming a stadium in Centennial Park after Rob Ford. So, Bob, I'll start with you again on this one. Um, Is that an indication that uh, the public mood is changing, or what do you think? Uh I think it probably is changing. Uh, I'm in favor of it myself. Look, he was a three-term councillor. He was a one-term mayor. He did a lot of good. good. And yes, he had his demons. We all do. Uh, But look, this is about celebrating somebody's service uh, to people and to the public. And the other thing is, which doesn't, doesn't get any credit, and by the way, I didn't vote for him, uh, but but his family's been dedicated to public service out in Etobicoke now for, what, three three uh, three decades? Uh, I think naming a park out there, particularly in, in football, where he was a local coach for a long period of time, I don't have a problem with it. It's the same way we, we would do stuff for Barbara Hall or Art Eggleton or a variety of others. Kevin Vong, when they were taking calls on the rush on Friday, people were very, very divided. I realize that's a straw poll, but still, there were people saying this would be an absolute disgrace and other people saying, oh, come on, he was the mayor, he was a councillor. Yeah, and, and I would agree, I think, with, with the latter and, and Bob's comments. At the end of the day, this is an individual who dedicated his, his life to public service. Whether or not you you agreed with all of his stances, whether or not you supported um, how he may have conducted himself at certain times, every everyone has their challenges. And I think this is an opportunity to be able to honor someone's public service, as well as their love for, for football. That was something that was very clear um, that from, from Rob Ford. So I, I'm in support of this. Michelle Morrow, do you buy those who say, wait a second, kids are going to be going to a stadium of a guy who set a bad public example? I'm, I, it's such it's not a black or white issue. It really isn't. There's so much nuance here because, it, like you said, the Fords have done a lot for the community. He was such a big supporter of local football and getting kids into uh, a sport where they could find community, where they could find growth, where they could find inspiration. But at the same time, it's really hard to separate people completely from their bad actions as well. If it was named the Rob Ford Stadium, I probably wouldn't have a huge issue with it. If it has the mayor, Mayor Rob Ford, that might cause more problems. And also, we need to be careful because down the road, if we want to name anything after anyone and we have this example of of someone who did drugs while they were in office, then it's going to make it really hard to turn anyone down for anything going forward. Uh, let me stay with you on this one, Michelle Morrow, because I know what a huge sports fan you are. And uh, <laughs> what a letdown. We didn't get the billion-dollar player. Yeah, it's... I am I I don't know, like, trading for uh, prospective players and that sort of thing, but even I got caught up and I was like, this is so exciting and what a change it could make. But at the same time, uh, even if we had brought this amazing player, like, hands down, this player seems to be, like, above and beyond so many other baseball players. Without the change in staff, perhaps, or training, then perhaps we it might not have made as big of a difference as we were hoping. It's hard to bank an entire team on an amazing player, but now I'm so much more invested and I want to see how he does going forward. Yeah, Kevin Vong, I mean, he's 29 years old. And they signed a 10-year deal at the Dodgers for 700 million bucks. I just, I can't believe the amount of money that is available in the sporting world. That was 700 million U.S., so basically a billion dollars Canadian. But I, I will say <laughs> on Friday, I was, wa- I was part of Otani Watch. I was following people, <laughs> tracking that private jet. I was like, oh man, is he going to join us? You know, Raptors just won a championship. Is it the Jays' turn? Um, And I'll just say it was honestly a really great excuse to just 
follow something exciting. Uh, and, and I was just dream scrolling through Twitter, trying to, to figure out just like everyone else, what was going to happen. Bob Richardson, I hear you chortling in the background. And do you think we were had? Yes, I, I, I saw, oh, sorry, Kevin, I saw Otani watch and I thought, man, we're getting played here. I didn't think he was coming here and ultimately he didn't come here. But I just, my problem is this is so much money, $700 million for a player. You know, last week we talked on air about it's too expensive to go to a, a, a Leafs game, $880 for a family of four. One of the reasons it's too expensive to go to, go to a Leafs game is because we're playing uh, players this this is baseball but we're playing payers uh, 700 million dollars a year this is nuts so uh, i i think the leagues have got to get to uh, give their heads a shake at some point or other because the prices just can't keep going up 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 thank you all good to have you that's Michelle Morrow, Kevin Vong, and Bob Richardson on Free For All Round One. Just before we get to the news, enough time to remind you that News Talk 1010's Gift of Giving for Sick Kids is coming back this coming Thursday, December 14th. I'll be doing the Radiothon from 2 to 6 p.m., and we are encouraging listeners to make one-time donations this year. And what we're looking to acquire is a new ultrasound machine that's going to help sick kids heal the future. If you want to know more or you want to make a donation before we actually get to the broadcast, you can go to our website, Newstalk1010.com. And thanks to Kapil and Nitti Raval, every donation from 5 to 6 p.m. on Thursday will be double matched up to $38,000. I spoke with Kapil last week. You'll hear that conversation on Thursday, but he has a great story to tell about sick kids. It's just coming up to 9 o'clock, which means it's time for the news.